Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Beat School. I am your host, Kia Orion, the man who is obsessed with making dope music and teaching you how to make your own. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. This is the podcast where we break down all things related to music, uh, production, and artistry in terms of writing, recording, marketing your music, all that sort of good stuff. If it's your first time, thank you for listening. If it's your last time, thanks so much for listening. This episode is going to be interesting because I'm actually um, I'm trapping out the Airbnb in Guadalajara, Mexico. So if you hear little kids in the background, if you hear roosters, if you hear whatever you do here, know that we doing the best that we can. I'm still trying to bring you this content, this educational content, no matter where we are in the world. So with that being said, um, we're going to jump into it. These are questions that are either submitted from my uh, my Beat School community, which you can find at beatschoolonline.com, or all of my stuff at kiaorion.com if you want my free goodies. Um, and so these are used submitted, or these I find on different forums and things like Reddit, different kind of public places uh, that I go on with, and I'm, I engage with different music producers, and I see questions that pop up, and I do my best to answer them here. So with that being said, let's not waste any more time. Let's jump into it. So this first one is by uh, X Bradathan. It says, what is selling quality? Uh, what's the most important thing that makes a beat worth its price tag? Do you think mine are are trash he posts the link here he says i don't want to continue to post if other people think my shit is good or do you think it's hurting my brand so i'm going to be honest with you bradathan this is going to sound really strange but the most important thing that makes a beat worth its price tag as strange as this is is personal brand so you could have the best beats in the world but if nobody knows who you are they probably aren't even going to give them a listen um okay i take it back the best beats in the world maybe but chances are if you're asking this question, you don't make the best beats in the world. But I'll say it like this. So if you want like a murder beat, if you want a beat by murder beats, or you want a beat by Illmind, or by just Blaze, or by Zaytoven, or like these big producers, the, the the quality, it has less to do with the quality of the beat, interestingly enough, and more about your personal brand as a producer, your reputation that you've built. Um, you can charge for, you can charge more when you have a longer repertoire, right? So if you're a hit boy, You'll be able to charge more for a beat, the same beat, if you're just a no-name producer like me who is just doing my own thing, but it's not like people in the industry know who I am. Um, so that is the difference. It actually, if I were you, I would think less about the art itself, if you're if the beats are worth the quality, and more about building your brand as a producer because that's really where you're going to get the most bang for your buck is when people know who you are, when you're a household name, and when uh, people actually uh, respect you and want to work with you. That's a big part of it too, is like how much, um, how hard is it to get one of your beats? That's another one too. I think that's why I stopped selling on BeatStars is because I want them to feel a little bit more exclusive, but to each their own, there are some main, there are some huge producers, um, like um, what's his name? Maybe Seasick, Seasick is one who has a BeatStars account, but also sells beats, makes beats for Logic, Tory Lanez, all those guys. So something to think about. Okay, moving on. This one is by uh, DJ HDK. It says, remixing songs. I want tips on remixing songs. If anyone knows Cook and Soul on YouTube, I want to do it like him, but with my own twist. I'm a complete amateur at this. I can make beats from scratch, but can't remix. Any tips, possible recommendations? Yes. So when it comes to remixing songs, I don't blame you. This is an interesting game because making a beat is different than a remix, um, depending on what you mean by a remix. So uh, if you want to just 
a lot of times what you can do is if you want an easy way to remix, if you kind of want to jumpstart your remixing chops, you can just make beats that you're already going to make that you like and then find vocals, different rap tracks where they aren't like sing-songy and you can just layer those onto your um, beat. So you might like take an old, um, I don't know, like an old Wu-Tang Clan acapella or something like that and put it on yours and you can like remix that. But a lot of this kind of like new wave uh, songs are going to have like that kind of sing-songy vibe, like a young thug or a future or whatever. So you got to make sure your key is right. And um, a lot of that just comes from Googling the BPM. Uh, there are so many producers out there that make really good remixes. One that I love is Eldre. Shout out Eldre. He does a ton of remixes. Um, he'll like do funk remixes of different things. He really inspired me to like do, I've been making some funk remixes of old school hip hop. So check those out. It's, it's less about software and more about getting things right, like the key and possible tempo and things along those lines. So check those out. Hopefully that helps. Let's move on to the next on to the on to the next one. Okay, this one's by Nikes and Riders. How do I make a beat for the artist and not myself? When I realized I have a, a new studio session, I go in there with an artist that I'm just meeting and I try to create what I like, not them. And then the vibe isn't there, which I real realize now is because is my fault. Yes, it is. So the best way to do this is to straight up I got some I got a couple pieces of advice for you one ask if you want a person who's great at doing this check out the oh, what's it called it's called like the dungeon or something like that with Kenny Beats just google Kenny Beats you'll find him he's a super dope producer and he has like this series where he'll he'll, he'll bring in artists and he'll cook up for them really quickly like maybe like 15 20 30 minutes and then they just go in the booth and and then write uh, excuse me and rap a song that they wrote, like wrote while he's making the beat and this one is super dope because you get to see how he interacts with artists and these are dope artists big artists and you can see exactly that he just asked them what's the type of vibe that they want you got to read the room man like um i also like the idea if you ask them to possibly show them some of their recent work but I don't love this because maybe they want to do something that that's different than their recent work, right? As an artist, they're always looking for inspiration, always trying to do things that are creative. So maybe not necessarily their, their recent work, although if they want to stay in the same lane, that's fine. But I think a huge piece, a huge piece to working well with other artists is simply to ask, what type of vibe are you going for? What are you shooting for? Not what the management thinks you should do, not what your A&R thinks you should do, what are you feeling right now in this moment or in this studio session? What do you want to make? I remember Zaytoven saying something really dope about that. He's like, I go in, zero expectations. I make the beat for the person on the spot. Read the room. Okay, hope that helps. Um, okay, this one is by Lily Billy. Lily Billy Doo Doo. Might we were changing your name, eh? I'm trying to develop my own style of instrumentals. I have a hard time figuring out how to technically get the sound I'm inspired by. Uh, I've been getting better at melodies and layering, drums, all that. Overall, my mix has been getting better, but uh, I want to make something a little bit more abstract and have, have something that's a little bit more of my own. How do you go about doing these things? So here's the thing. Here's the thing, Lily Billy. I would say, right, everyone's inspired by different artists. If you take all those different inspirations that you dig and try to combine them into um, your own vibe. And that doesn't mean that every beat has to be like a super beat of all these different amalgamations. But like I find sometimes I'll be listening to like a synthwave song like Light Asylum. And I'm like, dude, 
I just want to make some like old school retro dance or I'll listen to the new weekend album and get super inspired. Or right now I've been living in Mexico and so I've been super inspired by like reggaeton and Latin trap. When I'm in New York, I want that boom bat. Like you, you, your life will, will, will influence your music and your music will change. Don't feel like you need to have one distinct certain thing forever. A lot of the best artists I think develop and grow over time. Even if they have certain things that you'll find this about yourself too, you'll have certain elements that you always come back to and that are maybe your signature quote unquote style, but that doesn't mean that you can't experiment in different genres. So uh, that's a that's a piece of advice that I have is don't feel like you need to pigeon yourself pigeonhole yourself into one thing. If you have a hard time trying to figure out what the sound you're inspired by, stop overthinking it and just make what you're inspired by. If it's funk, if it's reggaeton, if it's boom bap, whatever it is, follow your feeling, follow the the, the passion. People can feel when your beats aren't inspired. That's facts. All right, this one is struggling in Spanish. Struggling, I feel you, brother. I am too. Hola. Um, worth it to get good at making beats as a beginner. Wondering if it's worth it to grind out into getting better at making beats. I don't really enjoy it. Not nearly as much as I did writing lyrics, but I'll do it if I have to. Should I focus on both or only lyrics? Struggling in Spanish, I will be honest with you. The first beat I ever made, I can still remember the feeling. I was 19, and I felt like I'd made the best beat in the world. And it was terrible. I actually have it still. If you want to listen to it, hit me up. I'll send it to you. It's so bad. Maybe you can use that as inspiration. Um, my biggest piece of advice for you is if you don't want to make beats, don't. Don't do it. You, I, since that moment, I was like, dude, I want to do this. I want, And sometimes it waxes and wanes. I'll be honest. Right now at this moment in my life, I'm not like super inspired with my production. I'm more inspired. I'm building out an online coaching community. I'm doing these kinds of things. I'm putting together a sample pack. And all of these I actually find much more inspiring right now than just making beats, um, writing songs. So don't feel like if you don't inspired for it right now, you'll never have it. But it's not a skill that comes easily. It's something that you really have to love. So... A lot of people too approach it almost like it's like for the money and I'm like, dude, you're never going to last because it's a hard skill. It's like learning an instrument. It takes a lot of time. It takes years of investment to get good um, and it's it's a great skill to have, but you can get amazing beats. You can find amazing beats online for like 20 bucks or people give them away for free on YouTube. Like I just made an entire tape off of free beats just from, from um, MP3s that people give out for free. So... Don't feel like you have to get good at it. Only do it if it's something you're passionate about if you want to develop that skill. Seriously. Otherwise, you're going to quit. You're going to waste a lot of time doing something you don't want to do. Um, to, 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 oh, I like this one. This one's by Spee808. Can't tune vocals. Hey, Kia. I have a problem. It seems like I can't tune my vocals at all. Auto-tune Pro, Waves, Real-Time Tune, and FL Pitcher are not tuning these. I can only hear a little bit of tuning in Auto-tune Pro when I use the low latency mode. and put the retune on zero, even though it's barely audible. What is going on? Can somebody help, please? Yes. Spie, couple tips. I actually have a course on tuning vocals with Auto-tune EFX in particular. Couple things. I, I, I don't really dig Waves Tune out using that much. I've never dealt with FL Pitcher. I know a little bit about Melodyne, but... Auto-tune EFX is my bread and butter. Here is my tip on auto-tuning vocals. One, make sure your key is right. Two, make sure your key is right. There's a reason I'm saying it twice. It really makes a difference. Um, it's everything. What am I even saying? If you're if it's in the wrong key, it's not it's going to sound terrible and it's not going to work. So you got to make sure that your key is right. However, that being said, a couple other tips and tricks. In auto-tune, 
um, you can decide it, you can you can choose if it's like an alto male. I think it comes on alto. And then there's tenor, and then there's low male, and I think there's like one more. But um, you got to make sure that that because that will change the algorithm, and it'll affect your vocals differently. So if you if you have a really low deep voice, go low male. If it's in the middle, tenor. If it's a if it, you're if you're a woman, or if, I'm not sure what you are, um, and you have a higher voice, um, use the highest voice function. But that will change the algorithm. Another thing is with the retune speed, is you want to. There are different modes where you can have it kind of, you can have it, it's like a legato effect where it like can smooth out the tuning or not. And that, if it's not super um, noticeable, like it's not something that is really going to like totally make or break it. But with all of those things dialed in, your retune speed, the pitch, the, the voice tuning in that extra, you can really kind of fine tune the effect that you want. So that's what I recommend when it comes to tuning your vocals. If you, if it's not working, it's not that the tool's broken. You just don't know how to use it. Hate to say it, but it's the truth. Okay, okay, moving on, moving on. On to the next, uh, on to the next one. This one I'm not even going to say your name because it's just trash. Guy who was supposed to mix my music hasn't even finished one track and it's been over a year. What do I do? Um, yeah, this one's tough. This one's tough. Hopefully you haven't paid him. You got to realize that not everyone's going to keep their word. It's also worth it. If you haven't received the mix back in a certain amount of time, move on straight up. Sometimes you got to cut your L's, cut your losses, ignore sunk costs, move on. Um, you can't, you can't be strung along with all send it to you in two weeks, two weeks later, you get nothing. Uh, it's a business. It's a business for a reason. And I don't care how good someone is. If they're unreliable, then for me, it's just not worth it. For me, I'll take someone who's reliable over talent any day of the week because that person's going to eventually get better. They'll get my business every single time. All right, almost there. I'm going to try to keep this one to uh, to uh, 15 minutes, maybe a little bit less than that. Um, okay, and this last one is uh, 2020 Music Distributor and Uncleared Samples. Uh, I found this plan from Amuse. You don't have to pay for it. Um, it's a free plan instead of one that you pay for. It's a music distributor like DistroKid or CD Baby. So what I'd recommend, hola, what I'd recommend is if you're going to use a music distributor, I highly recommend DistroKid just because I think that they are the best when it comes to um, the what what you get what you pay for so they have these different elements where you actually don't have to it's completely free until you upload your track and you choose different things that you want so you might have to like pay if you want it on shazam or pay if you want it like these kind of different elements but for the most part um what 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 I like about those is that there's there's no upfront cost really and they're really easy to work with their customer service is super dope so um that's what I recommend. CD Baby's great too. I, I know they're good. TuneCore, Rust recommends TuneCore, but DistroKid just does it for me. Um, and you can get it on TikTok super easy. Their upload speeds have gotten super fast. So it's like you upload it a few days later, you're ready to rock. Highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend DistroKid. Highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend. All right, we're going to wrap it there. 15 minutes. Keep it short. Keep it, keep it high and tight. Um, 
Appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, again, if you want free producer resources, go to keyorion.com. That is where I got everything. Or if you want to join the Beat School community, you can find it at beatschoolonline.com. We got a little girl, my friend over here, running around. Uh, so it's probably a good time to wrap up.